Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Oh, hello. All right. This is Cinebuds. I'm 889's Joseph Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about the movie Come On, Come On. To visit planet Earth, you'll have to be born as a human child. At first, you'll have to learn to use your new body to move your arms and legs. You will learn to walk and run. Come On, Come On is the new film from Mike Mills, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, who plays a documentary filmmaker whose latest project involves these gifted children and the bonds uh, that he has with his smart and sensitive nephew, uh, whose father struggles with bipolar disorder, um, and he's in the grips of a manic episode right now, so Joaquin and his nephew get to bond while he watches him. First off, he's not a documentary filmmaker. He is a radio journalist. Sorry. Uh, that's what it says here. It says documentary filmmaker. But Well, did you watch the movie? No, I didn't. Do we have to watch them? <laughs> is that a new thing we're doing? <laughs> well, either way, he does has a cool job. <laughs> he does have a cool job. <laughs> Justin, let's, I'm going to switch it up. You tell me first. How'd you like this movie? I was kind of in the middle on this movie. <gasps> Gasp. Uh-huh. Gasp. I know. It's very much set up for me to love. It's about a radio yeah. journalist who is like in his, the middle of his career and he's alone and he's a sad man who loves art. And that is uh, very much me. So I thought that, you know, going in this movie is it's it's in black and white. It's very much like set up for me to love. Um, I this was a movie that was trying to be a podcast, and uh, in in like in more ways than one. In in that it tells the story of a podcast. It's about a guy making a podcast. The thing that is great about a podcast is that so much of it lives in your imagination, and even though it is real life. The fact that it is so intimate, it's somebody in your ear and then it's your imagination doing the work of the podcast is kind of the brilliance. And this kind of, it it kind of lost me in bits where it was not as intimate. It was not as imaginative. What? And yeah. I want to sing You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch to you right now. <laughs> First of all, I don't understand. It wasn't, I don't know. It was trying to be a podcast. I don't get that 100%. Well, uh, they were recording a podcast the about entire time. A pod- and, at yeah. the, and then at the end, it kind of like told its own story in sure. podcast form. Yeah, but there's a visual element to it. There's a, re- a deeply mm-hmm. personal relationship. So it's about Joaquin Phoenix, who's a childless person. Uh, mm-hmm. And he has this kind of tense relationship with his sister that's starting to heal. And he has an opportunity to really bond with his nephew, this really brilliant, quote unquote, weird kid who, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't think like talk and like other people do. And he's really interesting. And then the bulk of the movie is just him understanding what it's like to bond with a child and care about a child and Ray, you know, at least for a short period of time, help to raise a child. Mm-hmm. I am a childless man and yep. hope to be one 
for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's just me. That's just my preference. Uh-huh. I, I do like kids a lot. I think kids are cool and they're really funny. Uh, they're very interesting. So it was so interesting to me to watch this. And, you know, having nieces and nephews and stuff and feeling mm-hmm. like I get part of this bonding. I also kind of get the part where he starts to realize how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to get into all, we'll We'll get into this yeah. later. But overall, yeah. I will say when we have our top 10 movies or our top movies of the year episode, this is going to make a prominent appearance. This was immediately shot to the top of my list. I thought it was beautiful heartbreaking and also joyful and i absolutely adore this movie wow and it will not be on my top 10 well we'll see it won't I be have... on my it won't, it won't it won't be next to belfast but it won't be you know <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean number one it won't be your number one <laughs> with belfast okay we're gonna talk more about this in the podcast uh stick around Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. It's the most charitable time of year and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, motorcycle, or boat and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. Okay, and we're back, Christopher. About time. Yeah, it sounded like you you had a bit that more that you wanted. To I talk have about, so. more to say. <laughs> let me let me uh, give you the floor here. Uh, yeah, this movie uh, was a mo- emotional monster, and I thought it was absolutely stunning. It is interesting because the movie is just this relationship. I mean, you do have a bit of his job. Actually, I do love the touches. You talk about all the inter- interspersions, as I'll call them. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I loved the fact that it's a film about bonding with this young kid who is his nephew, interspersed with these interviews he's having for his job, talking to kids about how things are happening today. So you get this really ho- mostly hopeful joyful uh positive look from these kids and also incredibly smart observations which from what i can only assume are actual interviews with actual kids i oh yeah they I'm, there's no there's way. no way those yeah. were actors yeah yeah and i think at the end they they said like, yeah you know they and they do a great thing in the credits where they instead of having music they just have more of those interviews happening and which yeah. i thought was a lovely touch but you get that connection between those two things you hear what kids are and then you see him uh, bonding with this kid and hearing his ideas and thoughts and the kid is a great actor with an with and if i don't know if there's improvisation at all in this film uh but some wonderful ideas that he had and that they talked about yeah um but there's just it was a movie overall that i feel like me and probably a lot of people needed which was just i mean there's sadness in it for sure and there's tension and conflict like any good movie should have but mm-hmm. overall there is such love and joy like that's the 
that's the through line in this whole thing is this joy of connection and love between these two people. If I was at home, like bawling, like in a soap opera, I would have been over the top, just heaving, sobbing. But as a person, so you go, you know, people know me as a very strong, strong type. (laughs) Keeps it together. Got to keep it together for the public. Mm. Well, in this movie, it is about Joaquin Phoenix and caring for this kid. And he, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have kids. He kind of like watches watches him for a bit and then takes him to New York and then is with him for a week. And you kind of like ride the, you know, the initial high. And then, of course, it's not all, you know, sunshine and roses the entire time. And then there's, you know, a relationship happens and there's good and bad. And uh, that's basically the whole thing is about watching the kid. I watched it with my dad and he got out and uh, I asked him how he liked it. And he said, uh, you know, they were, it was Joaquin Phoenix was watching this kid for like three weeks. And I felt like I was there for three weeks watching (laughs) this kid too. (laughs) Oh, I agree with your dad. Yeah. I was, I felt the tension, like there's like a couple times where he loses, he's in New York with this kid who's never been to New York and he loses track of him like a couple times very briefly mm-hmm. and i i was like please stop after the second time i'm like please don't do that again like yeah. that's too many times to lose a kid and make the audience feel exactly as panicky as you are yeah i mean my dad's point was that it felt three weeks long no i get i yeah i get it but, but yeah um <laughs> and I, I i think like if i'm looking honestly i i feel like watching it with my dad who i knew was not it's, it's not like it. he, yeah it's not like he this is not a movie that he could not like but right. um you know it's not it's not a movie that like wraps up in a happy ending and right. uh it is you know it is kind of like brutal in itself and really really realistic and one of the things my dad said was like he was like it was it was like a little too real for me yeah and um and I think that that probably, you know, who you're with watching the movie definitely changes the way that you see it. For sure. I so wanted to like this because it has so many things that I love. It's about a guy in radio. It's, uh, you know, and he loves his his job as a journalist, as I love mine. And he doesn't have any kids like me. And he has a sibling who has kids that he is trying to figure out how to have a relationship with like me. And um and and it's interspersed with these interviews and and this writing but i i i really i never felt like i was f- could fully i would i didn't fully dive in you know yeah. they're like yeah. it got me like to the precipice and sometimes like a, a really great movie will will get you there and sometimes it's hard to like to buy in and they will they'll get you and i felt like i was so close to being there but I never, I never jumped over the edge. I was, I was never like fully in it. Yeah. And uh, I did, I did get to a part where I was like an hour in and I was like, okay, I feel like, I feel like I'm ready for this movie to start wrapping up. And uh, I like looked at my watch and I was like only an hour in and I was like, okay, we've, I was yeah. looking, you know, Looking and that's not aisle. a feeling that you want. Yeah. No, it's not. It's interesting. There was a couple of Milwaukee film members I was chatting with who saw it. And they, the two of them had 
very similar responses that we did. One of them wasn't like fully into it. And the other one was like, oh, that's like the best of the, that's one of the best of the year. And so I, and I it, totally it could, yeah, see how you could. Your, yeah. 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 And uh, I, and I, and I liked it and there was a lot that I liked about it. It was, I don't want to say that it was, it was like trying too hard to be a thing because I like things that try too hard to be a thing. It was black and white. It interspersed readings. It had real interviews. It was going for the, you know, the brutalism and the kind of slow and small arcs of everyday life, which are all things that I really like. And I hope that movies do more often, you know, um, but I just didn't love it in the way that yeah. I, I wish that I had your reaction. I really wanted to love it. Like oh, you. I get it. I get it. Cause I started to watch Annette this week. Yeah. Remember we talked about that and you, it was that thing where we talk about, Oh, you want to like this movie because there's so many things about it. Yeah. I watched about 20 minutes and then I was like, I was so, <laughs> I was so hoping to love it I just know. so I could tell you I loved it. Cause you hated it. <laughs> I, that would have been so funny too. It would have, it would really have been fun. It would have been a great bit because yeah. it's ended up on some year end lists that I've seen. That I like, saw really? it on some year end lists. I and did. So, but yeah, I was like, no, he was right. I've, I've, I know. I wish it was good. I can't do it. But uh, it's interesting. You talked about those elements, like where you see quotes from writing, and he's reading them aloud to his to his nephew, and you see him on the. And some of them are like by filmmakers and writers. I, I thought all those elements were just really nicely dispersed throughout this film where it didn't seem to be trying too hard. That it's in my mind, it seemed like a real nice flow of how he put these things in and brought them all together. And Mike Mills, I should also mention, I do, he's only made a handful of films and I like every single one of them. He did mm-hmm. 20th century women beginners with Ewan McGregor <laughs> um, mm-hmm. is such a beautiful movie. And that that's another one. And there was an interview with him and he goes, my genre is feelings. And he said it kind of tongue in cheek and laughed about it. But it is really true. Like his movies have a ton of feeling in them and these relationships, but not in a uh, obviously, as we saw with the Golden Globe nominations, not in a Oscar appeal type of way with in yeah. more, more of like a re, like very real, very subtle, very sweet. Um, but yeah, yeah, it could yeah, go I- either way. I think I think a part of it was also like in the interviewing with kids, it was to ask somebody such a broad question of what do you think the future is going to be? Yeah, is to me is not a great question to ask. You ask a broad question, you're going to get a broad answer. That is, you know, that is journalism, you know, and uh, I, I felt like I didn't find that to be super compelling. I. I, I think if you ask anybody what the future is, it's it, it's with such a broad question, you're just going to go with the tone that the person asked the question in. You're going to you're going to yeah. give something that's kind of like broad and nebulous. And I, I, I kind of think that's what you got. Maybe if it was a little more focused on, you know, and there was and there was a little focus on place. But, uh, you know, these kids in Detroit, they're like you know, you're, you're talking about Detroit. People think they have an idea about the city that we live in and they don't, you're going to get that anywhere. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't compelled by that. But do you think story it's different for, do you think it's different when you're asking that question to kids as they're asking them something really specific? Would it be better? And I don't know. Uh, would it be better to give them a broad question just to see where that takes them? Cause their imaginations and their thoughts are more, 
uh, full. Like they're like you're fuller as a kid than you are specific when you're older. Yeah, you're bogged and, and down. I, there was a couple times where I was surprised by an answer. Yeah. Um. I could have watched those. I honestly, I could have watched those kid interviews. Like I stayed through the credits because I was still listening to those questions. There was answers. there was a couple that I like that I did that I really loved. Yeah. If they would have put it together in some kind of arc, if that would have said something aside from just kind of like having those in and they're like, they're telling this, this story for this, you know, they're making this podcast, but they never really, the story that they tell in the end, which I did like was, was Joaquin Phoenix telling the story of him and the kid. I liked how you saw the story. Uh. I thought that that was really, really brilliant way to do it. Yeah. Was like that is journalism is you take like a million miles of footage and then at the end you like take all that work and you're like, okay, well, screw all that work. I just have to tell the story in, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. in like in two minutes and it's kind of the synthesis of all that. Yeah. And I think that that was really great. That was that was him telling the story of the story. Yeah, mm, that was Chef's Kiss. You know, I was. <laughs> Kind of, that is the kind yeah. of stuff that I'm here for. I will tell you that that was the moment where, despite me being, as we discussed, strong, just super, super strong. <laughs> yeah. That was the moment where a, f- uh, a few drops escaped. It was, was it was like, brilliant. Oh, it, was, it, was so a, nice. it was a great bit. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Also want to point out that I, for a long time, I was a holdout on Joaquin Phoenix. I just like, there's a few things where I'm like, he just, I just feels forced in the here and there, but I genuinely thought, and I have more often lately. He's he was pretty great in this. I just really like his style. I talked to our editor Evan Ruleski before going to this, and yeah. he just railed on walking for a solid <laughs> two minutes. Was just like he had so much unneeded inner turmoil to every single character that he is ever in. It's like. Dude, we don't need that much inner turmoil for literally every single character. You can I, like play I what's say, on yeah. the page, and I that that probably affected me. Yeah, I would agree with him up to a point. Like in the master, I was like, mm-hmm. I was on the other wrong side of the tracks apparently for that movie because I thought his performance was silly. Like he did yeah. so much effect, like affected things in that movie. And there's been a few times where I've definitely thought that I, I don't think that's the case in this movie at all. I think it's actually very natural, but, um, and I've, I've come around to him being good, but there's been moments where I'm still like that. And of those performances, I think he's still getting his legs. Yeah. Well, come on, come on. It's playing at the Oriental through Christmas. Yes. So, uh, go check it out at the Oriental. It's worth checking out. I would definitely, and if, you know, if you're going to see it, I would see it in the theater. I mean, it's got, you know, so much of it is about, like, recording sounds, and I thought, I'm so glad I'm in the theater for hearing this yeah. ocean. Because, it's also visually beautiful, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go see it. It's at the Oriental Theater. Um, Christopher, you want to quickly do, like, a what else we've been watching? Yeah, I can just mention that I finally saw Good Burger. What? I have never seen Good Burger. It oh was like, Oh, my God. God, without the power of nostalgia, what did you think? Honestly, still really liked it. And I kept thinking, what well, if I grew up with this movie, I oh totally, my. I Dude, would totally I had it get. On the orange VHS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I grew up with this movie, I totally get how this would be embedded in my consciousness. Absolutely. But even without, even without, I'm like, I get it. I get yes. why I get why people like this movie, and I did really enjoy it. 
Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, so glad. Cause it's like a space jam where I was like, no, nah, I was too late for that. And I did not like it, but what compelled you to watch good burger? <laughs> it came, well, it came up on You're our, like, this is a perfect amount of stupid for <laughs> what the mood I'm in right now. It's, it actually, yeah, that's true. It's like late at night. I'm like, well, I can, we're going to go to bed soon, but I was like, well, I'll put this on. She's going to fall asleep, but she goes, Oh, let's watch good burger. Cause she did grow up with it. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, I put it on. I'm like, I can deal with that while I do stuff. But no, I watched the whole thing attentively. Oh, wow. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Great movie. What else? Have you seen anything else? Yeah. I watched uh, Succession. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, <Continue. laughs> I'm so glad. I was like, I, I was late to the Succession game. Yeah. And I started watching it like two or three weeks ago. And I literally, I just caught up the day like two days before the finale and i'm so glad because i watched the finale like literally two hours after it was out and i was dodging spoilers like oh really uh, like the dude in the matrix it was just like it would the spoilers were all over the place and today my entire timeline has been succession and i'm like (laughs) so glad i'm caught up so glad i watched it and it is a legit great show so i it was it's very compelling and and uh you know i'm one of one billion people to say what a great show succession is oh that's good i'm glad you avoided the spoilers yeah all right so this has been cinebuds cinebuds is edited by dj kenny perez And it is uh, our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Oh, Brett Newski. And thank you to our <laughs> members from Milwaukee <laughs> Film and <laughs> 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Yeah, God bless. And thank you to Associated Bank. Oh, thank you very much. And um, finally. We get handcrafted. Sonic Inspiration from the License Lab. That's right. Thank you. And uh, um, uh, finally. A thank you to the Joaquin Phoenix, to my Woody Norman. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm your uncle? My, that? that checks out. That checks out. My, my caregiver that I have a tumultuous, sometimes loving, sometimes hating relationship with. <laughs> um, the one. I have introduced you as my son before. <laughs> That's close. <And> I, <laughs> Hi, I'm Justin's dad. (laughs) Christopher Ballard. Hey, that's unnecessary. All right, see ya.